I have a friend who, when he was in college, he ran for class president. Uh, when he was a student, he, um, he was very much out there, super extroverted. He was the kind of person who was willing to cheer in front of everyone, to be zany, and to just completely um, put himself uh, out in the public. Well, he ran for class president, and so he and his friends made posters. They, they hung up flyers all around campus, and they, they were just trying to promote him, trying to get, get votes for him. So as the election drew near, one day, uh, he had the misfortune of walking across campus and he, he, he was just behind two random students, two girls. And they were talking, and, and they didn't know that he was behind them. And one girl said to the other, did you see who's running for class president? And they said, yes. And did you see that so-and-so, my friend, did you see that so-and-so, he's on the ballot? And they said, yes. And he heard them then say, wouldn't it be terrible if he became class president? And she said, yes. Now, it was one of those humbling moments when you learn what, what some people truly think about you, about what people say about you. And, and you realize at those times that what people think about you, what people say about you to others, it really matters. And it, it can hurt to discover that people despise you, that they talk poorly about you when you're not listening. It stinks to learn that you're not loved. At this table, you hear what Jesus Christ is saying about you, what he thinks about you, what he says about you when you're not around. Who brings a charge against God's elect? Not Jesus. Who is he who condemns? Not Jesus. It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen who's even at the right hand of God and who makes intercession for us. He makes intercession for us. Jesus takes our side when we're not around. Jesus speaks in our favor about our sin, about our trouble. Jesus speaks for you when everyone else trashes you. So in this meal we take bread. Jesus is saying, I selected you and I sought you. We also, in this supper, take wine. Jesus is saying, I've made you clean. I've washed away all of your condemnation. And so when you take this supper, when you're coming to this table, Jesus is telling you at this table, there is a banner over you. There are words hung over your head. And the words are love. I love you. Jesus arranged this new Passover meal And he says, spiritually, this is one way that I'm going to feed you. If you've come to know God, the Father, and Jesus Christ, his Son, by the work of the Holy Spirit in your heart, we invite you to come and to take this supper. Now, if you don't know Jesus in this way, if you're exploring Christianity, you're not a Christian, we're really glad that you're here with us. We invite you just to sit back, take this all in. If you have any questions about any of this, we'd love to talk to you more about it. Now, you don't want to take this supper. It's, it's only for those who are in this kind of marriage relationship to Jesus Christ. Uh, and so uh, just be with us. Uh,
And, and for those who are in covenant with Christ, this table is for you. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we come again into your presence. We're poor. We have nothing to offer you except for our sin and for our shame and the, the buckets of problems that come with us. And we come to you and we receive you, your embrace. We thank you that you're our savior. You're our redeemer. You're the one who fights for us. You're our king. You're the shepherd who tends us. You're our elder brother. You will not turn us away when we come to you. And so we've come to you. We pray you would feed us, that you would be in the supper and nourish us. In Jesus' name we ask, amen.